Hi, welcome to the YD Youth Podcast. We are a youth group from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. Our goal is to encounter God to touch the world. We pray that you'd be blessed by this message. We're going to do one more example. All right. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> what was your name again? Okay. Give it up for Olivia. Yes. Thank you, Olivia. All right. Daniel Money's calling me now. Okay. <laughs> Yo. Okay, you know what? You're going to be a part of my other example here, okay? So what I want you to do now is I want you to try to talk to me, okay? Hold on. Yo, guys, yo, isn't it crazy? Like, like Daniel, man. Like, I can't believe I get to talk to Daniel. He's so cool. He's so awesome. I can't believe it, yo. Like, Daniel? What? I get to be on the phone with Daniel. You guys don't get to be on the phone with Daniel, but I get to be on the phone. Actually, as a matter of fact, he just FaceTimed me on the phone. Look at that. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh, yo. <laughs> so, how was that communication? Now, we just, that was not the greatest conversation ever. That was amazing, right? <laughs> so, see, I, w- I want to show you guys something here. What, what, what just happened there, right? Let's start first with Olivia. Let's start with the conversation I had with Olivia. I was on the phone with Olivia, and I was trying to talk to her, but it was way too loud, and the communication was shot because we couldn't really communicate with each other. Do you know that sometimes this, this is actually what it's like with our prayer life with God? <laughs> you didn't know I was going with this. Did you know that sometimes it's like that? Hey, Michael, sometimes it's like that with our prayer life with God, where we, we, we want to have this communication with God, but the world around us is just too loud. It's just screaming in your ears for your attention. Whether, if it is, whether it's coming from your phone, whether it's coming from social media, whether it's coming from what you're hearing on the news, whether it's coming from just your own hobbies and your own things that you like to do, there are so many things, your friends, there's so many things screaming for your attention that sometimes there's no enough space to actually communicate with God. That's sometimes what it could look like. Or it could also look like what we just saw there between between Daniel and me, where I was trying to communicate, I mean, he was trying to communicate with me, but, you know, instead of me actually communicating with him, I was just telling people about him, but I wasn't actually talking to him, and I was bragging about the fact that I never had a relationship with him, but really, I didn't because I wasn't communicating with him. You see, sometimes we, we, we can do that with God, too. We can have this, this sense of, well, you know what, well, yeah, I'm a Christian, I, I gave my life to Jesus, you know, and like, yeah, you should, you should know it's pretty cool. I go to youth on Tuesday nights, you know, we have, we have fun, I have friends there, it's awesome. And I can tell a lot of people about this life that I claim to have with God, but deep down, I truly haven't gotten to know him well. You see, and this is, this is, some, this is an example of what, what God really wants to begin to do with us is I believe that today he's actually opening our eyes to see, hey, you know what, I want to I wanna know you, Mason. You know, I believe God is saying that to us. Like, uh, Josiah, Josiah, I really, God really wants to know you. 
You know, I believe God, this is, this is really what, what God's heart is. And, and if, we, if we continue to, to go on with this, um, you know, prayer takes humility. Say with me, humility. Because it takes us out of the driver's seat of our lives and puts God there. See, think about it right now. I want you guys to think about how easy it is to, to be in control of your life. The world is screaming at you to be independent. It's your life. It's your body. It's your way to think. You, you, it's your truth. It's whatever you believe. And the world is screaming at us to be in the driver's seat of our lives. But See, there's one, there's a one that actually has formed and made the roads that you're driving on, that knows the directions, that has the blueprint, that has the Google Maps to your life. And so we actually have the ability to begin to choose if we're going to allow, to allow ourselves to continue to be in the driver's seat, or we're going to take be humble and say, you know what? God, you know so much more than I do. Take it. Because until that point, until that point where we let him take it, we're actually missing out on the beauty of life. Because you're going to come up to things that you don't know what to do. You're going to come into situations that you have absolutely no idea what to do. How many have situations that, man, you're like, oh, this thing, this stumped me. I don't know what to do here. How many have had situations like that? Yeah, like, like this, this really has gotten to me. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with this. You know what's so cool? Is that there's one that does. You know, you, know, you know the Bible says that actually Jesus, he's been through, he went through, and he was tempted in every way that we are tempted. Why that, that is so cool because of the fact that you realize that you're not the first one. You're not the first one to struggle. You're not the first one to struggle with fear. You're not the first one to struggle with worry. You're not the first one to, 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 want, to, to struggle with doubt, to struggle with, to struggle with all these things because there was one that was tempted in all these areas. The difference is that he's already been tempted and overcame them so that we can in him. Isn't this is this is this is awesome? What else was cool is that some of us are still trying to fight sin on our own. Some of us are still trying to battle sin in our lives on our own. And see, that's that's where humility ties in with this because it's so easy to begin to say, you know what, yeah, I gotta just toughen up a little bit. I gotta just, you know. I got this. I'm just going to watch a 10-step a, a, a plan on how to be a man. You know what I mean? I, I got this. You know, I'm just going to go to the gym. I, I'm just going to, you know, get down, you know. I got this right here. You know? And once I'm done, I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I got this. I got this now. Going for it, I'm good. And, and, we, and we can do that. But when we're in those situations, we realize that we have limitations. Every single one of us have limitations. We're, we're limited by being human. But what's so cool 
I'm going to read this to you guys. It's from uh, Proverbs 3, 6. Okay. Um, let's actually, let's read this together. Cindy, can you pull it up for us? Oh, Jordan, Jordan. Good job, Jordan. Give it up for Jordan. He's doing good. In the back there. Good job, bro. So let's read this together. All right. Three, two, one, read. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Proverbs 3, 6. And you see, it sounds so simple. See, some of the most simple things, some of the most simple aren't, they seem simple, but they're not always easy. Because simplicity and how easy it is for you to accomplish that is not always the same thing. See, one of the things, this is what the Lord told me to tell you guys today. See, God showed me today that there are some of us that are here tonight who want God to use us, but we have no prayer life. There's some of us that are here tonight that you're saying, God, yeah, I want you to use my life. I want to be used by you, God. I want to see people around me changed. But you've, you've been having a hard time actually had to have that prayer life. And this is, this is another thing. Some of us, unless God told us, there's another thing that God told me to tell you guys is some of you feel useless because you haven't talked to him. Some of you feel like God can't use me. God can't use my life. Nah, there's no way. Because, you know, I don't know. I've failed too many times. I don't know. I've fallen too many times. I don't know. I, 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 I can't speak. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm very I'm too introverted. Or, you know, I, I just get into too much trouble. I don't know what God wants to do with me. And some of us, we have these, these things that, that are going on in our hearts right now. But I want, what I want to tell you is that your purpose is found in your prayer. I want you to say with me, my purpose is in my prayer. Say it with me one more time. My purpose is in my prayer. One more time. My purpose is in my prayer. Come on, that sounds good. And it's truth. And that verse is laying that out to us so plainly when it says, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. The path to take is the purpose that you're missing. See, and purpose, purpose is always tied to vision. See, and I was watching this preaching the other day by Michael Todd. Some of you might know who he is. Some of you may not. But I was watching this, and he said, he said this. He's, he, he said, you know, he, was, he actually was quoting this verse um, that in the Bible that says, my people perish. Without vision, my people perish. And, 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 and just to simplify that, it's just to know that without vision, man, I can't go anywhere. I'm going to stay in the same spot. How long have you been a believer? Some of you, some of you have been in Jesus. You know, maybe you've been, maybe you just give your life to the Lord, or maybe you've been here for a while. 
But no, it doesn't never, it, it never feels good to be stuck, does it? Come on, you guys know, it, it, it just doesn't feel good to be stuck. But I believe that in 2022, God wants to break us free. Amen? Somebody say amen. I believe that in 2022, this year, we're going to be stuck no longer. Come on. As a youth group, we're going to be stuck no longer in 2022. And I'm going to read this to you. This is the last verse I'm going to read, and then we're going to close off here. But before I read that verse, there's one more thing I want to say. I want to say this. I want to say what God is saying to all of us here tonight is I want to put dreams in my children. But when will they seek me? I want to put dreams in my children. This is what God is saying to us tonight. But when will they seek me? What does it mean to spend time with God? What does it mean to pray? Well, Jesus lays this out for us. And I'm just going to read this verse um, and just, just for the sake of time from Matthew 6, verse 5 to 6. And then we're going to close off and we're going to get some ministry time of prayer. But what I want to read is, it says this. It says, when you pray, when you pray, say with me, when you pray. Don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners, in synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward that they will ever get. But when you pray, go away. Say with me, go away. Tell your, tell your neighbor, go away. <laughs> By yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father, who sees everything, will reward you. See, I just, I just said this to, I told this to our LIT today. I said, when you, we don't pray for the approval of humans, but for our father. We don't just we don't just come we don't we don't just pray just to look good, you know. We don't just pray just to look good, like yeah, you know, I, just like I, you know, with with Daniel over there, you know. But I did, yo, see, I know Daniel, yo. We Facetime each other, you know what I'm saying? Like yo, we 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 go deep. But in reality, the truth is that that in God is not what shows who you are in the spirit. It's actually the opposite. It's backwards. It's upside down. What's cool is that it's, it's this. It's, he wants to hear our voice. Your private, your private sacrifice will produce public reward as of walking with him in power, anointing, and love. Who wants to walk with God in power, anointing, and love? Who wants, to, who wants to walk with God with power, anointing, and love? Come on. If you raise your hand up right now. You want, who wants to walk with God in power, anointing, and love right now? If that's you, this is where it starts. See, it starts when no one's looking. If you look at any professional athlete or professional singer or professional anything, 
It didn't start. What you're seeing in the public eye is the finished product. But it didn't start there. It started when nobody was looking, that person was working out. When nobody was looking, that person was working on their range and their voice. When nobody was looking, that person was studying hard for that test. When nobody could see them, when nobody knew their name. And what I want to say to you tonight is, will you seek him? Even if nobody else knows. Even if nobody else can see you. Will you seek him in that place? Can I get some music on just in the background there? See, if you live for people, it's a show that will eventually end. If you seek God privately, it's a lifestyle that will last forever. This is what God wants to develop in us. See, do you know what, you know, we always say, we always talk about being mature Christians, mature Christians. True, that true maturity takes place when your prayer life is a lifestyle. It's not just a moment. It's not just when we get together and the presence of God is here and he's here and healing is happening, miracles are happening. When things are happening and, and you have the goosebumps and, you know, it feels good, that's not what it is. It's when no one's looking. And God wants to begin to develop that in each and every one of us. I want to tell you right now that I haven't made it. Just because I'm standing here, I haven't made it. There's more. There's more of him. There's more of his face that we need to see. There's more of knowing him that we need to get to. There's this place we could get to, guys. And I believe it's for each and every one of us in this room. Because he died for each and every one of us. And he gave us all access. So when we say, you know what, it's not for me. Nah, that's not for me to, to spend that much time with God. Nah, it's not for me. It's never going to be you that does it. It's going to be the spirit of God inside of you that leads you to that place. See, because if we go back to the first verse, just the first verse at the beginning of this first verse. It says this to us. It says that if my people will call on my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and restore their land. See, God wants to restore situations in your life. He wants to restore situations in your heart. He wants to set you free from sins that have been plaguing you for so long. Things that have been plaguing you, whatever it is, maybe, maybe it's... Maybe it's, maybe it's fear. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's, maybe it's pornography. Maybe it's lust. Maybe it's anger. But there could be so many things that could be plaguing us. But God wants to set us free, and it's going to take place in that place where it's with you and him. It's with you and him, and that's where he wants to lead us to. And then the world, then the world will see true power in his people. And so there's three points I'm going to leave here with you guys today, tonight. Three points, and you guys can write these things down. Tonight, three points. First point. 
First point. <laughs> Number one, our relationship with God begins and ends with our private prayer life. This is where it begins and where it ends. Hmm. Well, I feel like God wants to heal someone tonight. I just can't get this out of my mind right now. Can't get this out of my mind. There's healing in this room right now for you. There's healing in this room right now. Jesus' name. Thank you for your healing power, God. Your purpose, number two, your purpose is found through your prayer. Your purpose is found through your prayer. You might be asking God, what do you want me to do? That's where it is. It's found there. He's gonna begin to give you desires that you didn't have before, passions you didn't have before. He's going to begin to give you, give you a heart for something that you never had before, but that's where it's going to come from. It's going to come from your prayer life. And number three, your private prayer life will shape who you are publicly. Your private prayer life will shape who you are publicly. Some of us we, we leave our house, we, we go to school, or, we, or we're with our families, and some of us, sometimes we just get so irritable, or we explode, or, you know, maybe we just get super sad, or, or maybe, you know what, we start making just the most perverted jokes and just laughing at them because everybody else is. It could be a number of things. But what I want you to know tonight is, and you might be saying, man, I don't want to be like this. See, if the Spirit of God is on the inside of you, you don't want to be like that. You don't want to live that way. But what is going to make the difference? What's going to be the change? Even if I pray for you, or even if Sydney prays for you, or if one of our LITs or sublists pray for you to get delivered in that area of your life, where if the true continuous freedom is going to come, is in that place of your private prayer. If you begin to pray like that, your character begins to change. You begin to be in those situations and, and, and you'll be a nudge like, no, I can't, I can't respond like that. Why would I respond like that? No, this is what the word of God says about that. No. And these, and these things will begin to happen. And so I believe that tonight God wants to do something in us and through us. He wants to bring us to this place in our hearts where we would seek his face. He wants to put a deep longing on the inside of us. Could we just turn all the lights off right now in this room? I want you guys all right now just to bow your eyes, close your eyes. I mean, bow, <laughs> bow your heads, close your eyes. Right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. There's healing in this room. I keep sensing this. I keep sensing this in the spirit. I know there's healing in this room.
Thanks for joining in today. We pray that this message blessed your life. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at yd.youth. God bless.